Welcome to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen. Oh, hey, Outlaws. It's Friday. It doesn't really mean much to me, except that I don't tutor today, and I finished all the work I had to do this week with writing mentors. I'm thinking ahead to a couple of weeks in fall where I'm booking new clients, but then I'm going away to Iceland for this artist residency for approximately a month. So that kind of uh, puts an exciting kibosh on a lot of the usual and typical things I would do in the fall, uh, which is thrilling. But uh, yeah, I thought I'd do a episode called Muck From My Mind. I know everybody's excited to find out uh, what is inside my mind, uh, as evidenced by the list of things I have in my notebook on my phone. Uh, So I'm just going to go over some of these things from summertime. I won't uh, go through the rest of the year. That would be terrifying. So I'm starting to think about what I'm going to do in Iceland. So that's what's at the top of these notes is uh, what projects am I going to work on? I know I'm going to work on Commemorations by the Weather, which is my book of pieces, lyrics mostly so far, that have to do with uh, the all-consuming, but also one would think seemingly incredibly dull subject of the weather. But of course it's not boring. It's rather overly stimulating these days. And I've got notes from the invention of clouds here, and I'm thinking about Anglo-Saxon alliteration, and I'm thinking about the painter John Ruskin and his work on the weather, specifically clouds. I've gotten very interested in those lately and their definitions. And then I have a note that I owe an artist for art. Yes, I love artists who allow me to pay in small installments, I've been collecting art for over 20 years now. My house is full of beauty, but um, having very little money, I pay in very small installments. And once in a while, I get this delightful grant and then I can buy something that's a little bit more uh, pricey or I can pay for it all at once. But uh, I did not get a grant I have not actually got a grant from the Canada Council in seven years. Uh-huh. Sipping coffee. And that was when everything changed. And uh, Steve Noyce, who lives in England right now, he was asking me what changed. And, well, I don't know all the specifics. I do know that Canada Council grants used to be separated into emerging and intermediate and... Uh, established, and that would be according to different genres. So you could be an established poet and an emerging YA novelist, for instance, and that would definitely up your chances of getting funding based on those criteria. And now we have criteria based on gender and race and uh, disability and other things, uh, which is all fine and dandy. But essentially, uh, if a certain number of boxes aren't checked and a certain uh, figure, um, numerically speaking, is not achieved, then it really doesn't matter as far as I can see what you have written, how wonderful your manuscript is or promises to be or your application, you will not get the money. 
So I'm hoping that that shifts at least somewhat back to a consideration of genres and forms and also longevity. That would be terrific. Uh, It's not easy to keep going as an artist in this country. And I've been doing it for over 25 years. And there's a lot of ageism, in fact. Uh, Very few older artists, and I'm talking 70s, 80s, will get grants. And that's really when you need the grants the most is when your earning potential has gone down and you're still creating because why wouldn't you be if that's what you've dedicated your life to and you actually need more financial support to keep enduring. Uh, But let's hope for that because otherwise, um, well, I'm just going to stop applying, which nobody's going to be too sad about, I'm sure, except me. Uh, what else do I have in here? I have a whole list that I read uh, at the Trobritz event the other day about what we've done in the house in the past five years through a combination of uh, friends and um, networking and, you know, bits and pieces here and there. So it's kind of nice. I love lists. Who doesn't with an OCD brain? I have a whole section called 2023 plans, which mostly has to do with the students I teach at my home mostly, occasionally on Zoom. Uh, I have mostly uh, elementary and high school students right now, and mainly boys around the age of 10 and 12 who need work with learning to love to read, or at least want to read enough to get through their grades and get better marks. But my aim always is to inspire and get them enthused. My house is full of books and I love kids books. I have a big collection of those. So I try to get them engaged that way. And what else? Oh, I'm thinking ahead to the tour for um, moving to Delilah, which won't happen till next April and May if I can survive financially till then. Um, And yeah, but I make uh, lists. I, I book ahead I think about possibilities and sometimes I feel some doom and gloom because this would be my, what, 13th tour and because my Riven and Locations of Grief one was cancelled due to the plague. Uh, So yeah, it's it's an up-in-the-air feeling sometimes about whether one is going to persist thusly or shift or change or stop or how this is going to work out. It's always felt like a very completest feeling for me, necessary and essential for the full flowering of the book. And then I have some hilarious notes about Rupee Shroom's Nature Boner, which uh, definitely comes from uh, my camping trip with Catherine Audio. Uh, I think I started calling her Rupee Shroom something to do with doing mushrooms, but also finding mushrooms that look like nature boners and the soil being somehow orthopedic. And I don't remember the context of that at all. And then uh, there's a hilarious little uh, set of uh, lyrics called Shit Show by the Chuck Wagons, which came about when I had to go to a rodeo where my partner was playing with a band called Sweet Tequila. Uh, I have a list of care package for Iceland, what I'm going to bring so that I don't spend money on food as much, you know, stuff like noodle soups and crackers and granola bars. And uh, then I have uh, a commentary on a new form called the Anaphora Glossa, 
I think I was in the process of creating. That could be three to five lines or stanzas and would use, in this case, a quote from a Slava Zimborska. And this is my robe slightly singed. And this is my prophet's junk. And this is my twisted face. Okay, I think I'm going to stop there because I'm sure you've had enough of the muck from my mind. And I will read to you the very first poem I have in this list, or the latest poem, I suppose, I have in this list. And sometimes when I'm without my notebook or pen, because I usually write in handwriting, as some people have noted who have with chagrin asked me to edit their work hard copy. Nobody can read my handwriting, often not even myself, after so many years handwriting, having tendonitis and so forth. So sometimes when I'm on the go, I will write little poems in my phone's notebook app. So this, okay, I guess it was more of a depressive day. I'm much more jolly today. I had this incredible sleep, which always helps me and these fantastical dreams. So this doesn't have a title and it just goes like this, outlaws. The pineal gland stands alone when so many others are twinned. This is unexplained. So much is inexplicable. You are learning a gigantic amount about nothing, like all the space inside a world-sized donut. But now what to do with all those molecules you paste onto the blank and scrawled on pages of your life? No one can assist. They say hugs or so very sorry or what's wrong with you? Did you ever even once feel simple love? You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians.